When you need to know about your medications, it's important to know your pharmacist. Wes Howard, Tiffany Jacobs, John Newsom, and Terry Castle and Howard Family Pharmacy, your community health mart pharmacy, will always take time for you. And it's more convenient now than ever to fill your prescriptions. Simply use their free mobile app or log on to howardfamilypharmacy.com. Quality care and service, where it's always about family. That's Howard Family Pharmacy of Allen and Eastern. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. It's a night of bluegrass as Russell Moore in third time out returns to the Mac. What have they done to the old home place? Nine time IBMA Vocal Group of the Year, third time out at the Mountain Arts Center, Saturday, February 25th. Tickets start at only $18. Get yours at MacArts.com or by calling 1 888 Mac Arts. you're waving from the back roads by the rivers. Saturday Night Bluegrass with Russell Moore in third time out, February 25th at the Mac. No one, and I mean no one comes into our house and pushes us around. All right, we are at the historic Wayland Gymnasium for a special edition of the Sound Off on Sports podcast tonight from the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame in Wayland, Kentucky. Jamie Johnson, Byron Hall, Josh McKinney, and a very festive atmosphere tonight here at Wayland Gym as for the first time since the 1970s, and it's a little debatable, there's going to be basketball played in this building here tonight. Well, people everywhere are coming in here. Yeah. you got to love it. I mean, there's a lot of folks coming in. Uh, probably have seen a game or two here in the past. Right. And they're back they seeing another one. Yep. My mic's not on. Your mic's not on? I guess I'm not. How about, well, you know what? Nope. Nope. How are you now? Uh, is that better? Uh, there I you hear, go. You yeah. Now you're important. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, if that's the only thing that goes wrong, we're Listen, doing pretty we, good. We were here at 10 o'clock this morning. Uh-huh. So if, 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 there's, if something does go wrong, then uh, it's not because we weren't prepared or weren't ready. Them. <laughs> I was I was not here. Uh, you were at the you, radio you station. You were at work. That's a, that's, I was that's, I was at Master Control. That's excusable. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we were doing our best to put off the put on the best broadcast we can uh, here tonight because this is a uh, well, it's a bucket list thing for me uh, yeah. to do a game in a place like this. For me, I, I've I've geeked out about it for days, and uh, to come in here today and get ready for it, I'm just so excited. It's awesome. Uh, it's got that old school feel for obvious reasons. And to see these kids in these throwback jerseys, how many years have we been talking about having these players wear these wear these jerseys? Well, I, but before I answer that question, I, I've, <laughs> I've got to admit something. This this whole thing you mentioned it's a bucket list thing for you. Uh-huh. A lot of this high school basketball history stuff that that's something that I kind of had to learn because I yeah. wasn't you know I, I grew up kind of uh, in you know, Prestonsburg. I, I lived in Prestonsburg in middle school, went to Allen Elementary, and then. Know, got to high school at Allen Central, so this the whole Beaver Creek stuff and, and basketball wasn't really anything I got really heavily involved into in, in terms of just the history and stuff. And so it's not always been something I've wanted to do, but obviously for a long time this is one of those cathedral-type places that I've just kind of grown to really appreciate since I've become a, a, a basketball Benny. There you go. In terms of the Floyd County Junkie. basketball, yeah. Um but no, we we've talked about this whole throwback stuff for a, a mm-hmm. long, long yeah. time, and those talks, I think, at least amongst us, I know specifically, have really been amped up since the consolidation of Allen Central and South Floyd, and kind of you know, listen, the the McDowells and Wheelwrights and Garrett's, those those schools went a long way to the wayside a long time ago, and now they're even pushed further back because. The Rebels and Raiders are no longer a thing. Right. And so let's let's not lose these things, you know, as we continue to, to press forward with where with where the schools are moving. And I, th- I just think it's 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 insanely awesome of that what's happening this weekend. Well, you know, I was talking to Jerry Fultz, uh, who is the proprietor of this cathedral, and the word he used was palace. Uh, this is a palace, he said. I mean, just to think about what uh, this place was when it was built in 1937. Tonight, 300 people can get in here. 300 tickets, okay? The fire marshal says 300 tickets. 300 people, okay? And that that's the tickets. And then you talk about people that are in here, staff, probably another 100. Uh, you look at players, coaches. He, he told me earlier uh, a conservative guess would be about 500 total. Okay. That's, that's lower on the gym floor. That's up here around the top. 
He said uh, he said five hundred would be a, a solid guess, kind of high end guess about right. the number of people in here tonight. So that happens. Here, I think he's lowballing it. Well, now listen, <laughs> you got to remember this place had bleachers up here, upstairs where we're at. There were bleachers behind us and down the sides. So it well it was well over a thousand people could be in here. Now think about that. Nineteen thirty seven, you could crack in a thousand people in this facility. Okay, <laughs> I mean, think about that for a minute. That's a, that's astounding to me. I think people might have been a little bit smaller back then. Well, we I'm, all a lar- I'm a large individual. Right, well, listen, that, that's a really good point. <laughs> well, think, think of, we could thank Ray Kroc for that. You know, I mean, you're not eating McDonald's back then, okay? Because. I, I actually thought about that tonight. I was like, you know, these bleachers down here, and these are the original bleachers, uh, they weren't made for a 21st century man. <laughs> Is that <laughs> a good way to put it? Yeah. Uh, we're all bigger, and uh, I don't know how, how comfortable it's going to be. Uh, for some folks in here tonight, it was, you know what, the, the hey. more uncomfortable it is, the more realistic it's going to be. Like it was played in 1970. Hey, yeah. hey, the, tonight is going to give a true meaning to grab some pine. Yes, I mean it is all wood bleachers, and the bench is the bleachers. Now I'm going to have to get you maybe to watch, maybe watch a stream for questions. I can't do it with this phone, so okay. uh, because it'll go through the board. So we're going to make sure we're good. I think we turned your mic up earlier we caught that so uh matt's over on the camera he actually can't hear us we have to use smoke signals and hand signals he's going to be getting some shots of the gym anybody know sign language i meant to tell him hey, spin I, around the gym I've got, I've got, okay so I've he's going to look around the gym right I've now. Got, i've got the gopher yeah we may send him around so there's matt doing a panoramic of what we're seeing tonight and uh it's dimly lit uh but that's reminiscent of what it was like in here that's cool well, there might have been a lot more cigarettes being burnt to light the place up. Yeah, we don't, we don't need a smoke machine in here tonight. <laughs> really? A little smoke machine? Put out a little vibe in here? Crack, you know. a, crack a window up here or something? Yeah, something like that. Uh, well, these windows weren't here. Uh, this is this has been added uh, to this. So uh, it was even more smoky. Le- yeah. less, less lit. Less, little less, little I, less I uh, bright. I'm not sure of the grammar that would make that appropriate. Well, uh, so that, let me be serious for a minute, though. Uh, this oh, this event, uh, this event is to support the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame and their Capitol Building campaign. Okay, they want to do the uh, the two story addition. Uh, it will provide team dressing rooms, public restrooms. You got there. There are no public bathrooms in here. Okay, Ooh. so they built this in the 30s. With no bathroom facilities, and it still doesn't have it, but they're wanting to add that to it. Also, an elevator uh, will be established in here, and a walking track and an upstairs concession stand will all be made possible with uh, donations. So if you're watching this and you're highly interested in uh, giving back, uh, doing something positive for your community here in Floyd County in East Kentucky and uh, for mountain basketball. Yeah. Uh, this is a great uh, way to do it. Support uh, this facility, the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame. You can find them on Facebook. Uh, you can also find them online in various places or uh, call Wayland City Hall. They'll, they'll very, find Jerry. Very accessible. Very yeah. accessible. Very accessible to find people and uh, get them all in there. How you doing? And, uh, but we will we'll help. They, this is a big fundraising night for them, and uh, and they've been looking forward to this for a long time. I, I saw somebody today on the Twitter complaining about the ticket price for this game. $75 for four people. And I thought, well, take it to Texas Roadhouse and see if that's any cheaper for I four complain, people. I complained about that, too. I, yeah. it, it was it – was, uh, Almost sixty to take four of us to the trampoline park today. So yeah, so. <laughs> price, price of inflation is going up. Yeah, uh, but this is a good cause. I mean, I, I, yeah. you know, I don't have a problem. But I, I mean, I bought tickets for tonight's game. Okay, I bought tickets. Uh, of course, we got in for working media, but I had to buy tickets for other family tonight. I don't have a problem with that because it's going to a great cause. Yeah. It's, if it's you, to if save you, this history. If you understand what the money's going to, and. This money will go to what they say it's going for. Mm-hmm. It, I, it, I, it shouldn't be a problem. Shouldn't be at all. At, uh, at all. And this team uh, tonight, we're going to see Floyd Central, not County Central, wearing the uh, jerseys, throwback jerseys, Wayland Wasp. Wasps. You Wasp, the, waspers. Well, I don't know if he's, you can't say waspers. Well, it's not a word. 
Yeah. No. People people don't know that it's not <laughs> actually a word. <laughs> they may say waspers. <laughs> Says who? Wasps. Uh, wasps. 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 My English yeah. teacher and wife. Well, <laughs> and the uh, they, I'm in they, yellow jackets tonight. They technically might be right, but it's a wasper to me. <laughs> now, they had this game in Hyman in the gym over at Hyman and dedicated their gym tonight or last month as a Glory Road gym. They're doing that again uh, here tonight. The uh, folks from the Kentucky High School Basketball Hall of Fame will be here to do that dedication ceremony later. We're going to carry on that live tonight. So that's awesome uh, in itself. We just had that last night at Prestonsburg Fieldhouse. And, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> what about last night? Wow. <laughs> I mean, really? Uh, I, I ain't going to lie. I, uh, when they were calling the players out um, at before the boys game mm-hmm. and, and Dennis Walker said – Something about blow the doors open, Pete, for McDowell. Pete, Pete, open that door. I, yeah. I, 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 I had, was I had on to, the floor. Mute, I had to yeah. mute my mic. I, I teared up. Ooh. I mean, I, I did. I mean, if, if you were there and did not get chills, you may not have a pulse. Well, judging by the numbers on our stream after the game, how many people went back and watched that game or probably looked at it again today and such, uh, I, it, it touched a lot of people. Yeah, it can't be the only time we do this. No, no, it can't be. It can't be. But and, you and also don't want to do it too often to where it, where it loses that that emotional aspect of it too. Yes, you don't want to do that. But you you definitely want to uh, keep this alive and doing it and keeping that history alive. It's it's keeping high school basketball alive. Uh, last night was everyone there was it wasn't. I mean, yes, they wore Martin and Auksher. But it, it was it was Floyd County. That's yeah. what last night was. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't Beaver. I know it was we had the scoreboard Beaver Creek versus Beaver Creek All Stars. <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't Maytown versus Prestonsburg. It wasn't Garrett versus Martin. It was it was Floyd County High School basketball in a way that it hasn't been in years, decades. Yeah, definitely was indeed. Our podcast tonight is brought to you by Howard Family Pharmacy. And the Mountain Arts Center. We're going to try to grab a special guest and take a short break and come back with, uh, I believe, J.R. Van Hoos. He said he would come down Harlow. So we'll get him on the air and come back with more from the Wayland Gym. Coming up in just a moment. When you need to know about your medications, it's important to know your pharmacist. Wes Howard, Tiffany Jacobs, John Newsom, and Terry Castle and Howard Family Pharmacy, your community health mart pharmacy, will always take time for you. And it's more convenient now than ever to fill your prescriptions. Simply use their free mobile app or log on to howardfamilypharmacy.com. Quality care and service, where it's always about family. That's Howard Family Pharmacy of Allen and Eastern. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. It's a night of bluegrass as Russell Moore in third time out returns to the Mac. What have you done to the old home place? Nine-time IBMA Vocal Group of the Year. Third time out at the Mountain Arts Center, Saturday, February 25th. Tickets start at only $18. Get yours at MacArts.com or by calling 1-888-MacArts. That you're waving from the back roads by the rivers. Saturday Night Bluegrass with Russell Moore in third time out, February 25th at the Mac. And we're back here on the Sound Off on Sports podcast with a former Mr. Basketball and also a board member here with the staff of the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame, J.R. Van Hoos. J.R., uh, thanks for being here today. Hey, guys, thanks for having me on the radio. And you, guys, uh, you all know I wouldn't miss this game for anything. <laughs> I mean, we Johnson Central, where I helped coach, we actually played today in, in Williamson, West Virginia at one thirty, and I, I didn't make that. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> and that's a historic place, too, the field house. Yeah, but, uh, hey, today this is uh, extra special. And uh, I, I know you're a history teacher uh, at Johnson Central but and a historian, local historian, uh, and, of course, a basketball standout. How This has been a part of a labor of love for you and helping Jerry. And uh, talk about what this means for the Hall of Fame here tonight. I mean, this is a, this is a huge moment. I mean, we uh, – We've been working for this moment for many years. You know, I've been involved with Jerry in the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame, I think, since 2014, 2015. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be something special to see, of course. Uh, you know, we, we've dreamed about this moment. We've talked about it so many times. And, and to actually have a game in here tonight and to see that happen, is, uh, it, it's very special. You got to go on a trip to the Hoosiers gym in Indiana, and this is 
probably better than that. I mean, that was a movie. <laughs> this is real life. Yeah, you know, uh, my dad was born in Eastern Kentucky, but uh, you know, like most people did, they moved. My grandparents moved up the Hillbilly Highway in the fifties when he was two or three, and and found work in Northern Indiana. And that's where my mom's from. My dad grew up there. My dad didn't grow up here in Eastern Kentucky, and so of course, you know, when the movie Hoosiers comes out, you know, both my parents are you know big basketball <laughs> fans anyway, and so uh-huh. you become ingrained in that, and then. When you finally get to come to a place like this, like Wayland and, and you know, my wife and I, Kayla, mm-hmm. my friend King Kelly Coleman, who lived here the last few years of his life. And, you know, even even with Kelly talking about, man, you know, he, he wanted to see a game in this place one day. And, and to actually be able to to be a, be a part of something that's going to make that happen is, is unbelievable. But, yeah, as far as the, the Hoosier gym, i got to give the Wayland gym the nod here. And, and uh, I mean, this is – this, this is just so much so much more special. Tell folks who maybe have never been here what they can find when they come here to the Hall of Fame in the way of the gym. Oh, my goodness. I mean, there's so, there's so much history here. I mean, as you guys can see, you know, we have all this memorabilia that's been donated over the years. And, I, you know, I mean, things that I'm looking at now, you know, Kelly Wells, uh, you know, who used to coach at the University of Pikeville, you know, donated his Moorhead State uniforms. Uh, you know, his dad's Moorhead State uniform. You know, of course, we have King Kelly. Coleman memorabilia. I mean, we have memorabilia from all kinds of schools, all kinds of different places in Eastern Kentucky. I mean, uh, you know, Coach uh, Coach Woods, that uh, Rodney Woods, that coaches at Wayne County, played at Lone Jack and Bell County. I mean, he he donated a, a replica high school jersey of his that hangs on the wall here. And so, I, I mean, there's there's memorabilia for all sports, all different places, and. I mean, I think people will be amazed when they come up here and just see the history and get to read about it and, and maybe learn about some players that they had heard about, maybe forgotten about, and uh, can kind of some, rekindle some memories that they may have. What's the, we learned last night Byron didn't know Lone Jack was a school. Yeah. So, so By, Byron can learn something from walking around. So let me ask you this. This is something I found this week. We were doing all that 60s research. Garrett played a school called Dodson High School. Have you ever heard of them? I've heard of them. I, I don't really know uh, where, where they were from. Okay. I, we didn't either. Maybe refresh my memory here. So, the Cliff Notes version, Dotson High School played Garrett in the Sweet 16. I guess it was 60, 63. And they were from Princeton, Caldwell County. It was the last year that they were in existence. So, they made the Sweet 16. Pretty cool. Had 30 boys in the school, 48 oh, wow. enrollment, 48 kids enrolled. They beat Garrett. They ended up losing. Uh, but they had two players that went on to play at Western. One went on to play for the 1971 Milwaukee Bucks World Championship team with Oscar Robertson and Lou Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So you could tie in a guy, Greg Smith was his name, tie him in to Garrett. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's unbelievable to <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and uh, a couple years ago, you know, I, I published a book. It was kind of like a sports history thing about Paintsville High School basketball. And, man, I'm telling you, you know, you look through some of those old newspaper articles. I, I mean, of course, back when, when basketball first got started in East Kentucky, the early 1900s, even through the 1920s, I mean, t- high schools played town teams. They mm-hmm. played college freshman teams, <laughs> JV teams. I mean, I, there was a there was a, a game that Paintsville High School played against a semi-professional team out of Huntington, and they were called the Kentucky Corn Crackers. <laughs> wow, I mean, okay. So, I mean, there's just, uh, you know, I mean, and to see, you know, sometimes professional teams came on barnstorming tours and they would play in Eastern Kentucky. I mean, the House of David, I don't know if you've ever heard of them. No. They were very famous because they grew long beards. I saw a picture of them on Facebook earlier. The I House of the, David. Yeah. I think the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame Facebook page actually shared yeah, something I mean, about and, them. And there, wow. was a, there was a team that played in, in Pikeville at Pikeville High School called the Original Celtics, which was actually a professional team. Uh-huh. Uh, but – Guys, those guys, some of those guys later went on to coach at CCNY, Long Island University. I mean, really famous guys. And just, I mean, you just think sports brought them to Eastern <laughs> Kentucky. And so, you know, that's why we do what we do here at the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame. And, and everybody can relate to somebody through sports. And, you know, when you can bring in local history and national history and, and things like that, I mean, it just makes coming to this place even more special. 
We're okay, talking to J.R. Van Hoos with the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame, and uh, we appreciate those who are watching. Go ahead, Josh. I have a signed copy of that Paintsville basketball book, by the way. Oh, you're welcome, by the way. Thank you. Why don't you well, loan it to me? Let me read it. Or I'll buy it's, one. It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, really, it's 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 a lot of stats. and Pain, Paintsville know, aside, and, it's really interesting. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I, I understand. I mean, I, listen. You're, <laughs> hey, okay. Listen, listen, you're up here in our area right now. If it, if it has the word veal in it, we really don't like you. I understand. Okay. Hey, listen, I mean, uh, like you guys said at the beginning, I'm, I'm, I work at Johnson Central now. So he's, he's wearing a Martin shirt. We can cut him a little bit of slack. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's got a Martin shirt on. That's exactly We right. can let him in on the secret. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate uh, that. And, and actually, we've had no, we have no beef with Johnson Central. Actually, we have never have. Um, but if you got a veal in the name or start with a P, uh, up in this area, we might have a problem with you. Uh, listen, the, <laughs> you know? the, the older I get, and, and especially with the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame, as you meet more people and things like that, people tell me all the time, I, di- I didn't like you when you played at Paintsville. And I'm like, well, what yeah. did I do? And they'll, and they'll say, it, it wasn't you. It was you just the, the school you, you went to. You wore the jersey. Yeah, Since you brought it up, okay, <laughs> so we, you came to South Floyd and played, and uh, I guess 95 probably, and uh, you just destroyed us, okay? And I'm going, man, this is awful. I mean, you know what I mean? It was awful. But, yeah, 98. Uh, but at the same time, you had, you had to respect it because it was, you, you guys were so good. Uh, well, you know, I, and I understand a lot of people that tell me that. They tell me that in jest and are just kidding. But, and, but they'll say, man, we didn't like it because you guys were good. Uh, and, and, and yeah. you know, listen, I, I get that. I, you know, I, under, I understand. You don't make a lot of friends when you're beating everybody. And, uh, you know, but that's all part of it. You know, that's all part of it. And of course, uh, Todd Tackett was kind of from our area at one time. Yeah, his dad, his dad played at Wheel Run. Yeah, so it was extra. Tournament. It was extra animosity because like, he should be up here. You know, <laughs> you know, you get a lot of that should be conversation even today. Yeah, uh, but uh, go back. Talk about that. Um, your painful days and, and the plane, uh, the feel it was going down there in that atmosphere of the Sweet 16. Well, you know, growing up in, in Johnson County, painful my whole life, and, and my, my dad had actually helped coach with Coach Ringan even before I, I got into high school. I, I think I was in third or fourth grade when my dad started helping as an assistant coach. And so, you know, I was always tagging along with him, going to practices. And so playing for somebody – who has that reputation of, you know, he's a fierce competitor, uh, Bill Macronian, you know, screams and yells. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, you know, I, I've been a part of that since I was eight, nine years old. And so it, it wasn't really that it was going to shock me when I got to high school. I, I'd seen it. I've been a part of right. it. And, and most of these, the young kids I grew up with, we all played on the elementary school team together. We all played on the same middle school team. And so we were always around practices uh, with the high school. And so, we I, and and, it, and it's hard to explain sometimes. You know, when John Pelfrey and Joey Couch and Keith Atkins and those guys went to the state tournaments in the '80s, we were all in elementary school, and it, and for some reason, in all of our minds, it just clicked that we wanted to be like those guys. And right. To be like those guys, you had to play in a state tournament. You know, if you didn't make it to the state <laughs> tournament, you couldn't be like those guys because they yeah. played in three. You know, so you know we we just grew up having that hunger, and we always and even talking amongst ourselves, we. Even when we were in the gym, we always talked about playing in the state tournament, winning the Sweet 16. I mean, when you're a kid, you have no idea what, what that really takes. But, you know, we had a, a coaching staff who really pushed us. I mean, obviously, if you if you know Coach Rungin at all, he's really going to push you. Uh, you hey, know, you know, we said last night, if a parent has TikTok on their phone, they can't say anything to an old school basketball coach. That's true. I, I, and, and, you Can't. know, I, I mean, I, you, of course, you know, when I played, it was the days before all this technology existed. Yeah. And so people weren't filming practices. They weren't filming most games and, and things like that. But we just had that hunger. We just we just wanted to play in the Sweet 16. And, and I got to do that as a freshman. We got beat in the first round. And, and that wasn't enough for me, just making it there and right. play a game. You know, you always want to keep going back and do better. And, you know, you don't. As you get older, we didn't just want to be like John and those guys. We wanted to be better, mm-hmm. you know. And to do that, we had to win a state championship. And, and uh, you know, to be able to do that, small school from the mountains, being able to do that on a big stage at Rep Arena Sweet 16, I mean, there, there's absolutely nothing like it. I mean, I, 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 25 years later, you just – you it's hard to even talk about because you just can't – you can't convey the emotion. and When March know. comes around, you get that feeling. Oh, yeah, you? yeah. I mean, you just 
I, anytime you go to the Sweet 16, you know, I can, I can remember in 2010 watching Shelby Valley go through the tournament. And, and here I am, non-partial, but I'm cheering for Shelby Valley because I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be something special for these kids if they right. can pull this off. And, you know, you always cheer for those underdog teams, those small teams. And, you know, I, I never cheer for a Louisville-Lexington team down there. <laughs> no, so, no, no. <laughs> you know, you're always uh, – you're always wanting to see the upstart, the the underdog. I mean, you know, last, part of the draw of going year, down there know, all those years. Last year, the Perry kid at Lyon County. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh my god, I'd love to see them win the state tournament. I know? would too. And uh, so, I mean, it's just uh, it's something magical, and and you can't really explain it unless you've actually been there and played in it. I mean, I tell people all the time: the first time we warmed up on Rip Arena's floor, those TV lights are in your eyes. You don't really know where you're looking at. I mean, I. First time I shot a layup, I probably could have dunked it. I shot a layup on the other side of the rim at the backboard. You know, I, you just—I mean, that's where the cats play. You know, yeah, yeah. Arena's where yeah. Kentucky plays. There's been NCAA tournaments there, national championship, and national title. Yeah, I, I mean, you just—you think of the history that's been on that floor, and you're a part of it, and it's really something special. Back to <laughs> um, the the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame because obviously this is a big night for mm-hmm. for you all. Jerry mentioned earlier when we were here that people from outside of the region have kind of been in contact about kind of getting involved. And it's obviously we're all focused on Wayland and Floyd County and Beaver Creek, but this thing expands far beyond Floyd County, yes. really far beyond Eastern Kentucky. What sort of response have you all gotten because this event happening this weekend from people out of out in Kentucky and really outside Kentucky's borders? Oh, my goodness. I mean – you know, uh, former state representative Jeff Hoover, who lives in Russell County, I mean, not even an Eastern Kentucky native, you know, he he had bought four tickets to come to this event, and he just he'd made one trip here a couple of years ago and, and just fell in love with, with uh, uh, you know, what he had saw here. But unfortunately, he's not going to come tonight. He's got COVID. He's in quarantine until mm-hmm. Sunday, and, uh, and so he's not going to make it. But, I mean, it's people like that, people that don't really have a connection with Eastern Kentucky. They, they've heard about it. They've seen our Facebook page. They show up wanting a tour, and then it's like they've they've fallen in love with what we're doing here, and they want to come back and, and see it again and see well, more of you it. You know, Jerry told me about the official from Tennessee, okay, that came up here to do the JV game and the freshman game, and it was basically he had a, he had grown up in Middlesboro, saw this, wanted to come up here, took his test to get certified in Kentucky to come here and not get paid, but just yeah. to come here and call the game. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's killer. Uh, you know, we, when we came in and, and watched the freshman of JV games today, you know, he was refing and and Jerry, uh, you know, as, as Jerry does, he loves to tell that story, even though I'd heard it already three or four times. <laughs> but yeah. he, he, even even to get to meet the red at, ref after, you know, he was like, "Guys, thanks for letting me be a part of this." And I mean, this is somebody that's, that drove up from Knoxville, Tennessee, to referee game, two games for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because of the love it, of the game, yeah, just what he saw, what we were doing up here, and wanted to be a part of it. And he was even uh, talking with Jerry about fundraising ideas uh, that that we could do after. And and I mean, you know, listen, we we love all that stuff. We we absolutely. Love I, I hope stuff. you guys are ready for the snowball effect that is going to come from this. Well, uh, listen, <laughs> if it's anything like what the crowd was at Prestonsburg last night mm-hmm. with their throwback game, uh, that's that's what we want. You know, we, we want to be able to hold a throwback game here every year. But we'd also like to put on something like a, a King Kelly Coleman Classic. You know, you get two two local teams and, and invite two teams maybe from Lexington, two teams mm-hmm. from Louisville, two teams from some some place that's never been here before. And you get those you – get, you get people across the state talking about your facility, and then you get more people in here, more tourism. And then, of course, as you see, all this memorabilia has been donated. Maybe people, as they're cleaning out attics, bookshelves, yeah. hey, look, I, we don't need this anymore. I know a place that, that can display this, and, and we'll take care of it. You know, in, so. in terms of the Hall of Fame itself and, and what the kind of the end goal is for what you all want it to be, what are the next couple of steps uh, you know, from this point on and kind of getting everything the way you want and kind of organized it with displaying everything and kind of getting the Hall of Fame well, up to I, that point. The, the next obvious steps, obviously, you know, we, we would love to have as much financial help as we can get. You know, we, we would love to be able to put a, an addition on the other side of the gym that would have locker rooms, an upstairs concession area, and it would complete the upstairs 
surroundings where you can walk all the way around. You know, you'd have upstairs and downstairs bathrooms, obviously locker rooms, downstairs for teams that you're going to host events like this. And, uh, you know, we would start there. You, you, you start there, and then maybe you can refurbish the old school building, the old brick school building back here, maybe into offices or, I mean, shoot, you could even create dormitories out of it for if teams come in here, then you don't have to put them in a hotel. You know, they have a place to stay right beside the gym. Right. I mean, there's all there's all kinds of possibilities. We've discussed so many different things, but it's it's events like this that will keep those discussions going. Right. It, you know, you got to have people that are interested, people that want to help, and people that want to see this thing grow and get better. And and, and it could host last. And it could host other events. It could host business functions. Oh yeah. A wedding. I mean, anything. I think events like tonight will show what's possible. Instead of just talking about what you want yeah. to do, what you could do, well, I mean, it's going to show what you can do here. Listen, you're exactly right. We, we've talked about having concerts in here, maybe movie nights for the local community. You can set up mm-hmm. a screen and, and projector and, and do that. I mean, weddings, like you said, I mean, people have even been contacting Jerry about maybe having a wedding in here. I mean, didn't you look, get married at a gym? Yeah, yeah. See, I remember that. I remember that. My wife and I got married in the old Oil Springs gym. In yeah, Georgia. Oil Springs. Yeah. yeah. My grandfather played for Oil Springs in right. the 40s. So, you know, but if we would, you know, if we would have known what this there gym could have done, you know, we probably would have got married here. But, uh, I mean, it's just uh, there's so many possibilities. We just want people to be a part of that vision and see what we're trying to do, and then we can proceed with actually trying to do those things. It's hard to believe we're an hour and a half from game time, and there's already <laughs> this place is a lot of people school. in here. And, you know, this isn't a comfortable place to sit. <laughs> I don't know what everybody's going to do uh, tonight, but uh, it's hard to believe uh, some people are already here. And I know you got a lot of things to do. Uh, I appreciate you coming by and just talking to us here early tonight. Oh, no, uh, listen, no problem. And, and I've already talked with so many people. I, I, I mean, I can't believe that. The gym is filling up, and like you said, we're an hour and a half from game time. I mean, that's I, I can't wait till this game gets started. I, I can't wait. J.R. Van Hoos, former Mr. Basketball, and now part of the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame, and we appreciate J.R. being here on our podcast today. All right. We'll let him get back to what he's got to do, and uh, we're going to try to find Jerry. If you see Jerry, tell him to come over here because <laughs> I've been looking for him because we wanted to get him. And uh, we got I had orders to get him on. So we got to get him on the uh, on the air here. Well, I re- I'll, uh, I relayed for you to the main boss man that Jerry does know we want to talk to him. He does. So uh, we we have reached out to we him. We have made him aware that we would like to talk to him. I don't see him in here. I've not seen him in a while. He's <laughs> so, it's hard telling what he's doing. He's incognito. Well, I'm I'm sure he will pop up here in a minute. But uh, I, I mentioned you, Byron, while, while JR was on, because he mentioned maybe you're walking around looking at the memorabilia and you could maybe learn about some things you don't know. Yeah. And I mentioned specifically the Lone Jack jersey of Rodney Woods. You didn't know Lone Jack was a place last night when right. we brought it up. So I mentioned specifically that you have <laughs> learned something from the memorabilia on display, just kind of you. emphasizing his point that you can learn a lot here at the Mountain Sports Hall. Well, yeah, that's what I told Bubbo. I, we, we pulled in. I was like... He said, who's that out front? I was like, oh, God. I was like, really? Yeah. The statue. Yeah, the statue. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, that's King Kelly Coleman, buddy. He might be the greatest basketball player, high school basketball player to ever come out of Kentucky. They, they just got the lights down there installed on it. So it's, it's going to be, like, illuminated tonight yeah. for the first time. Well, Cash nice. was wanting to come to the stadium. He calls every playing stadium a stadium. <laughs> he wanted to come to the stadium with me tonight. Uh-huh. I said, buddy, one weekend we'll go if, if, you, don't, if you want to. We've we got old, old jerseys and trying to explain to a four-year-old what's, you know, what's available here. What's but going on, yeah. I, yeah. I think well, well Braylon's excuse when uh, I said something to you about it, he said, how am I supposed to know? I'm just 11. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, fair but enough. That, that's fair but that's enough. why we're here is to do this tonight. You know, I, I learned today there are still some surviving members of that 5016. Yeah. That are still alive. Uh, Elman Hall, one of the last surviving members of the 56 Wasp, uh, lives on Wright Beaver in Knott County. And he was the grandfather of, of uh, Evan, Hall. Evan Hall, played at uh, Knott County Central. Played at IUPUI with, uh, yes. with, those, with the Cameron Justice group back in the, under the late B.B. King. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, those ties are still yeah. binding, and, and he still lives here on Wright Beaver Creek. I mean, pretty cool. worked in the mines all these years, and somebody had shared on Facebook that they heard those stories of playing 
uh, in the tournament and playing for Wayland all the time when they were in the mine, you know. Can you imagine getting that entertainment every day? <laughs> I mean, really. Oh, my gosh. I mean, this is just a special night. It's a special, it's a special weekend all the way around. And Okay, if you, if you haven't known nothing about Floyd County sports up until last night and today, then you've had you, the book thrown at you. I mean, you've had the book hours. thrown at you. <laughs> hey, that's right. It, it is. It's probably been. This has probably been the one of the best sports weekends for high school sports that I've been associated with, maybe ever. I told. I told. Uh, I told Papa on my way up here. Uh, the main boss man. That's that's Papa. Uh, yeah, he, he's the high boss. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I, I, I was talking to him earlier, and I, I was explaining. You know, last night was was really really cool because. You had every school represented across the stands. You had the jerseys. You had the players walk out. That was more – it was cool because of that aspect of it. Tonight's going to be really cool because of the facility and the gymnasium and kind of that side of it. And I think the two things are kind of independently equally awesome. Yeah. You know, I don't know that you're going to have that emotional, intimate kind of feeling tonight with this, but it doesn't make it any less cool because of – it's the gymnasium and the, the facility itself is what makes this place awesome. I'll tell you what, the wasp side here is shoulder to shoulder already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, can, you talk about intimate feeling. It's right there. Well, well, yeah. the, the, the Wayland basketball team got dressed in the locker room type place to the left of the scorer's table. So, Well, okay, so let's explain some things you'll see on the game tonight. So, and Matt's got his camera down there, so stay, stay down there. <laughs> Um, the scorer's table is not at center court. It's actually kind of to the left of center. And what will happen is one team will sit on one side of the scorer's table in the bleachers and one on the other side. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and, the, and, and Jerry said, yeah, this is, this is how it was way back then. This is how they, how they did it. So well, you're going to have that same scenario tonight, all kind of together, real close together, both teams. Well, we That's kind of cool. We had the bitches behind, under the backboard last night, so why not? Well, I also asked him, because I was looking to the, back in 56 and saw some stats. I'm going to throw these at you. What was the score last night? We, we, we were in the 80s last 80, night. 85, 59, we don't get a lot of those. something like that. We, we don't get a lot of those games in the 80s. We don't get a lot of that uh, anymore. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not unless you're, like, upper echelon tier yeah. type team. What was uh, South Floyd the year they had they led the team in the state in scoring? What was it? 88. 88. Point, 88.8, I think. Okay, so 88.8 points a game or something. Well, it can't be point eight. Um, anyway. I throw the um, extra point in there. Yeah, you did. So <laughs> I was looking at 1956, and Wayland was leading at 88 points a game. In, in the area, okay? With no three-point line. Right, hold on. Stay with me. <laughs> Fence Creek was next with 83.4. Flat Gap at 83 points. We're right at 81 points. And uh, Betsy Lane was next at 76. That was in the 15th region, okay? Ooh. And I'm going, I said, Jerry, how'd that happen? He said, nobody played defense. I said, well, okay, I, I get that. He said, there was a quote in the paper that uh, Copper John Campbell, the coach for Wayland, had told the Herald-Leader at the 56 tournament, they had asked him, how do you think about playing Shelby County or Shelbyville? They're uh, you know, one of the top ten defensive teams in the state, blah, blah, blah. And he said, can they slow us down? He's, he wasn't – he had the mentality, kind of like an NBA team. Yeah. We're not worried about what the opponent does. We just worry about what we do. Right. And what we do is get down the court and score. Yeah, score a lot of points. Score a lot of points. Can they slow us down from scoring? It was just because you only you only win by having the highest score. score. It's that simple. People people overthink this game. <laughs> <laughs> they do. It's, it doesn't have to be a defensive. We need to drop the triangle on two. You know. How about just put some points in the hoop, you know, and get up and down the court? And then I said, he said, now, Hey, let me tell you another little story. I said, what? He said, when Kelly was probably a freshman, they didn't stop the clock when the ball went out of bounds. Okay. So think about that. Whew. You had a clock that started that only stopped on a free throw in a timeout. And every time the ball goes out of bounds, and how many times does that happen? The clock never stopped. I said, Trey, what'd they do? He said, well, here, ball goes in the, in the stands. Somebody flips it back out. He said, but sometimes if it was the opponent, 
they may jostle that ball around a little bit. I mean, they may be like, I don't know where it's at. You know, I mean, can you imagine that? Like, for real, can you get your head around that? I, I was like, I can't. That just blew my mind. It, it, you, you think so often what it would be like to watch a game in the 50s and 60s between school, between, you know, a Will Wright and a, and a Whalen or a Maytown and a Martin. And I, I just, I don't know that it's, it's wild that it's just, that that's how it was. And, you know, there was no overthinking. There was no super complicated formula to draw something. You know, yeah. it was just, listen, you know, let's, let's score 88 let's, points. Let's, let's score later. more points than the other yeah. team. Yeah, just score more, you know. Um, wouldn't mind getting Doug Kretzer standing there. He would be a good one to talk to. He does all the uh, Facebook stuff uh, for the Hall of Fame. You, you want, you want a history buff with high school basketball and high school sports? Doug's the one to talk to. We can get him over here. I'm still looking for Jerry. <laughs> I'm still got to try to find Jerry to get him up here uh, on the air tonight. Because I, and I know he's really stretched in so much going on. Uh, we may even have to do it in the game. Uh, but uh, we'll try to find somebody here in just a little bit. Now, I did find this little bit of trivia. Okay? So, Car Creek and Whalen, that game in 56. Okay? So, you know, Car Creek wins the game, everything else. Do you know, I found this in the paper archives. All right. When the game, after it was over with, and a week later, Waylon announced they're going to have a dinner, a championship dinner for Car Creek, and hosted it here. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I'm thinking, what, what a wonderful gesture. And Jerry said it didn't happen immediately. It was like later on in the summer. But he said the team came, Car Creek came, and they, they had a community dinner. Everybody in, in town came out, had a big, you know, dinner on the ground type thing. And they showed the film of the state championship. They showed it here in the, in the gym mm. for everybody to kind of relive it again. And he said, you don't, you don't understand the respect that, that they had for each other, Wayland and Car Creek, the respect they had for one another uh, on the court. It wasn't like today's game where you see a lot of animosity, right. a lot of jaw jacking and things of that nature. He said it was just a different time. He said, you know, um, when Waylon was at the state tournament, not only did not only were they, you know, their coaches there, but Garrett had their coaches there sitting on the bench with them, hmm. helping them to help them win the <laughs> tournament. Wow. To bring it back to Floyd County because Floyd <laughs> County was going to try to win this thing. Here's the team that made it. Let's try to help them out. Wouldn't you just love to see that again? That'd be a very interesting thing to see. Yeah. That was just some stuff he was telling me, and I was like, I'm just astounded by uh, the sportsmanship. We could really learn a lot uh, from the past, yeah. uh, especially when it comes to sportsmanship. Um, I'm going to let you two talk. I'm going to try to find Uh-oh. Oh. Doug or Jerry. That's okay, leaving. That's leaving. So you That's keep leaving. going. That's keep out. Going. <laughs> we, we've been handed the keys to the car once again. <laughs> Now this this is you know I, I don't know what what more there really is to say about what's going on. I, uh, I, I will say though, if Matt can get our if we get Matt's attention, the the pinstripe shorts on Heinemann's jerseys, yeah, I think are really really cool. Yes, I'm not much of a of a, of a candy stripe pinstripe person. I, I don't like the Indiana basketball warmups, but I will say the well, Heinemann yellow jacket. Well, that's true, <laughs> but those are pretty sweet and. You know, he mentioned Car Creek, and of course, everyone thinks about Kelly Coleman and, and Waylon and Car Creek in the 1956 tournament. Yeah, a lot of people may not realize that game wasn't the state final, even though it could have been. It probably should have been. Probably it was the you know, de facto you, 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 state. It gets so much attention that specific game in that tournament, almost well, like the you, you know the United States USSR hockey game in the in the yeah the Winter was, Olympics was not the that was the semifinal. Game. And of course, Waylon Car Creek was the semifinal of the '56 tournament, and of course, Waylon and, and Coleman beat Bell County, another Mountain team, in the third place game. And I, I came across an interview that that I was able to fortunate enough, enough to film of Kelly Coleman when he was inducted into the Kentucky High School Basketball Hall of Fame about that '56 tournament because he was obviously so revered. And there's the the, the flyers that were dropped down in Lexington from the airplane about the king is coming and all of his stats yeah. and stuff. And and when he went up to receive his all-tournament team trophy, 
and Jamie can probably talk more about this because he did a little bit of research. When he went up to receive his all-tournament trophy, he actually got booed because people didn't like the, the publicity that he was receiving uh, coming into the week, and then obviously you know, it doesn't end up in his favor. But right. um, it, that's kind of hard to believe that, that that many people would boo a, a high school kid. Um, right. At the time. At the time. And you know, he got emotional talking about it, and I, I probably think rightfully so. We are uh, – I guess we're in charge of this one. We are fortunate enough to be joined <laughs> once we get things worked out. We, uh, Jamie was able to track down Mr. Doug Kretzer, who is, who is vital, a vital piece in the, the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame. And not just the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame, but, but really high school sports and, and the, the documentation and the record-keeping aspect of high school sports in Kentucky and Eastern Kentucky and and. Doug, what, what does this event here tonight at the Wayland Gym and this fundraiser for the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame, for you personally, we talked with J.R. Vanhoos earlier about it's been a long time coming. You've talked about it for a long time. But to see it come to fruition here tonight with what's already being, you know, in the crowds an hour, 15 before game time, you personally, what is this like for you to kind of see this come, come to fruition? It's a joy for me. I've been posting it on our Facebook page <laughs> that it's coming. And – the response we're getting just on the Facebook page, people really looking forward to it and uh, looking to get out like the old times used to be in the small gyms. And <laughs> there's there's part of that as as much as it is watching it in a big gym. I mean, it's part yeah. of it is being in the small gym and the atmosphere. It's it's really good. I mean, I, we've been here for a, you know roughly forty five minutes or something now, and the buzz. That we since we have walked through the door, especially from uh, the Floyd Central side here, has been outstanding, and you can just see they're already people packed as packed in this one side already, and I anticipate the other side getting that way too. Yeah, I, I just hope they don't throw tomatoes, oh, rotten tomatoes across <laughs> across at each other there. But it it is a good rivalry, and and the the throwback jerseys represent a really good rivalry with the. Heinemann and uh, and Whalen. I mean, I've, I've, I've been writing for a long time on the histories of the two schools playing basketball. And they both started around 1922. And uh, they took it up until both of them consolidated. Uh, Heinemann consolidated with a, with a few of them into the Knott County Central. And then, of course, Whalen consolidated into Allen Central, which is now consolidated <laughs> again. So. You, you mentioned the Facebook page, and if, if you're watching this or later listening to it, if you want to know anything about high school sports and the history of high school sports, follow the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame Facebook page because you put out a lot of really fascinating stories about anything and everything associated with Eastern Kentucky sports, not just basketball, not just Wayland or Floyd County, Eastern Kentucky in general. What's one of the more unique stories you've come across that when you when you found it you you, you kind of took a step back it's like wait a second that's that's really really cool well one thing in particular is uh, uh, just when i was doing the, the hindman story looking things up to find out that pearl combs who coached hindman for such a long time is in the hall of fame uh is amazing what he could get out of his boys and, and looking back from day one when Heinemann started playing in 1922, I think it was, for, for 49 or 50 years, they never had a losing season. Wow. And that was amazing. <laughs> That's really impressive. Yeah. Some, somewhere we will have up here, I'm, we're trying to get it blown up because it will distort when you blow it up, but we got a small picture of Car Creek boys going to a basketball game, a away game, in 1928. And that's the year they played Ashland, I think, the four uh, four overtimes in the state tournament. And then I, they both got invited to the national mm -hmm. tournament, which Ashland won. Car Creek won three games, I think, the national tournament. But anyway, those boys were going on their way to a bas away basketball game up in Knott County. They were dressed to the nines, suits and ties. Some of them had little flat top hats, and they were riding mules. And we've got that picture. A lady oh, wow. that really cool. I would love to see that. We're trying to get it blown up, but it's, it's old. It's one of those that distorts right. you know, the more you, more you blow it up. 
for for the people who who are will be at this game here tonight, specifically this game tonight, that may not be as into the history of what's going on or what the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame is about, as they walk around the gymnasium, as they as they visit, you know, maybe later on. What are some of the things you hope the younger people coming here tonight will take away from this experience and what you're able to put on here this evening? I hope they realize, like I did, that, that basketball didn't start when they first got in high school. It started <laughs> long ago, and, and probably for every 10 or 12 years, every 10 or 12 years, basketball would change. The players would change. They'd get a little bit better. they start shooting jump shots around 1950 or so. And, and the game started changing. In the 50s, you saw the large scores start happening. Uh, Kelly Coleman, here in this gym, that made this gym famous, started hitting the big numbers on the on the thing. We had two guys in Eastern Kentucky that set national records for scoring. One of them was from Sayersville. Charlie Leonard, Osborne. Leonard, Leonard, Leonard Carpenter from Sayersville. Was, yeah, he's one of them. He, said, he said, well, this was like 1952 or three before, okay. before uh, Charlie Osborne gotcha. was playing. He, he held a national record for scoring. Well, the next year, Albert White Jr. from Mead Memorial, which is, what, 30 minutes away, <laughs> took his record over. And this is national. It's not just local. Right. And, uh, and then, of course, Charlie Osborne still, I think he's, he was still up until last year anyway. He's number two in, in uh, <laughs> scoring from Flatgate. And, oh, what a team they had. Oh, what a team Pikeville had that year. Oh, what a team uh, Wayland had. Of course, Wayland's, I think when those guys come along, Wayland was, uh, had already graduated Kelly Coleman, and they, they were down a little bit. Car Creek was still up. I had a great ball team. And that, that's one of the cool things when you go back and look at some of the records in, in the history books. You know, now you may have a, a handful of teams every year that's going to be really good, and there's a really big separation between the top and the bottom. When you go back 50s, 60s, even as, as recent as the 70s and the 80s, there wasn't a whole lot of space between that number one team and number 18, 19, 20 team. I mean, it, everybody seemed to be – I mean, you'd have teams 29, 30, and 3 not make it out of the district tournament. Yeah. Yeah, you look, and you look at – they have that great record, and, and they may have beaten the team that beats them in the first game of the district. They may have, beat, may have beaten them during the year. But some mm -hmm. of them may have beat them twice during the year and then turn around and lose. But, but people get up for those games, and, of course, they scouted you, and they know – what you can do and how to defense you, this and that. Just like, and it's, it's still going on today. I mean, the more, more you play somebody, uh, the better you're going to do against them because you're going to learn. It's, it's like a baseball. You know, if you face a pitcher, that's the reason there's not a whole lot of complete games because once you face a pitcher two or three times, you know what he's going to bring you. <laughs> and they don't want him in there toward the end. What sort of feedback or, or what sort of, reception have you gotten from Floyd Central and Nod County Central in terms of being involved in this game here tonight? I, they played in Hyman a couple of weeks ago, but but the game here tonight, including the one a few weeks ago, what what has their kind of reaction been to being involved in this? Well, I haven't I haven't seen a whole lot. I, I, I see names uh, that comment on our Facebook page, but I really don't know who where they're from. I can tell the way they lean, you know, <laughs> by, by the way they write, but uh, I don't I don't know exactly where they're from, but. But they realize also it's one county that butts up against the other, and that makes a big rivalry. Johnson County and Martin County is the same way. Well, I, I would think in a game like this, it's kind of similar to, to what we were talking about earlier with last night at Prestonsburg, it's, yes, it's, it's Floyd Central versus Nod County Central in terms of the KHSAA and the stats and the records, but it, this is more about just being one Eastern Kentucky. This isn't Floyd County, Nod County. It's not Wayland, Hindman, not Floyd Central, Nod Central. This is an Eastern Kentucky thing, and it's this. you're bringing people together who have a, a great respect and, and appreciation for what this is and what this is all about. Yeah, and, and we will probably see tonight, uh, even though it's a rivalry game, we'll probably see tonight if somebody's, fall, somebody's on the floor, the other team's the subject to come over and help them up. I mean, it's, it's how friendly it is between, between this group. Doug Kretzer, he is, if you follow the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame Facebook page, he has incredible stories from all kinds of sports, from all areas of the state, eastern Kentucky. Follow them, give them a like, and he is a critical part of what's happening here at Wayland with the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame. 
Doug, thank you very much for taking some time. Thanks. This is congratulations on what is already a great night. We expect it to be even better moving forward, and uh, we appreciate you taking some time on our, our Sound Off on Sports podcast here tonight. Thank, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you I very much. It. Thank you. Thanks. Again, that was Doug Kretzer. We've heard from a couple of, of vital individuals with the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame here tonight. Byron J.R. Van Hoos, yeah. Doug Kretzer. And it, this really is something special what they're, what they're in the process of doing right. here at Wayland. I mean, this is something that, you know, we've known it's kind of been here, but that light hasn't really been shined on it. And, you know, this is an opportunity that, we wanted, that we've kind of had an interest in kind of bringing up. And this, is, this game is really elevating uh, what they're doing here and getting a lot of attention. I mean, you know, we talked about people not knowing the history, uh, knowing a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, Bubba was here earlier. He, he like, I, t- I said, you know, he didn't know who Kelly Coleman was. I was like, <laughs> geez. I was like, I get it. I get it. But we, we come in here. I told him, I said, why don't you walk down through here, look at some stuff, try to learn a little bit. Um, so, you know, he, he wanted to come. He an opportunity for him as well. One of the things I think is really interesting when you when you dive into a lot of things is, you know, I, I, made the, I think I, I sent our group chat a few weeks ago. With, you know, you look at, you know, the, the year by year of, of Wheelwright and McDowell, you know, those schools all time made five to seven total regional tournaments. Right. And you, you think of the 61 Wheelwright team or the, the McDowell teams that Pete Grigsby had or and Johnny A. Turner. You know, you think, oh, they, they've always been good. But that wasn't always the case. No. <laughs> and, then, you know, J.R. Van Hoos is up here, and he was talking about his book about Painesville basketball. Painesville didn't become Painesville till the 80s. Right. You know, from 1920 to 1980, they, they didn't do anything. You know, and it, you, you kind of just think that these teams were, were always what they were, what they are, and it's just it's really fascinating. Well, yeah. you, know, and, you know, Heinemann has a state championship. That's something Waylon never did. You know, I mean, under under Pearl Combs, they won a, a state title in the 40s. And it's just, it to me, it's fascinating to see that, you know, it's just when you dive in how just the, the things you come across when you do some, some homework and research. Well, you know, Paintsville got good in the 80s. I mean, it didn't hurt to have a Mr. No. Bas- didn't have, hurt to have Mr. Basketball come play for you. <laughs> and Two then, of them. You know, and then JR <laughs> followed suit with that. Well, you know, I know we haven't really talked a whole lot, and I don't know how much y'all talk about Doug, but, you know, the fact that a Mr. Basketball, the first one played here, that's a, that's a pretty incredible <laughs> the, thing the in first itself. official. The there, first there's a official. couple that try to claim uh, Johnny Cox in 55 from Hazard and, and somebody else in 54, I think. But the first official Mr. Basketball was given to, to Kelly Cole. Yeah. Officially. Now, Officially. Jerry is making his way here. We're going to get him on. So, uh, you're going you're gonna to jump out. All right, that's fine. And then uh, once we get Jerry on, uh, we're going to discuss a lot about the, more about what we have going on here tonight. He's been running around with, like, a, I mean, I can't imagine <laughs> everything that's going on. So, <laughs> we'll probably only get a few minutes with him. But. Birthday, Christmas, all rolled into one. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is indeed. So, what we're doing here on Facebook is uh, live ab living. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, as he makes his way over you mean, here. You mean we can't do that? Good. We're, we're, here he comes. All, All right. right. We're so we're going to get Jerry on. Time. Yeah, we've been filling some time here. And he's going to jump in right there. We're, we're stretching. Is what we're, we're, yeah, we're, stre- we're stretching a little bit here. Stretching. To get Jerry on. I know you only got a couple minutes. I, I but, told uh, Jamie this is your birthday and Christmas morning all rolled into one, isn't it? Let, let me tell you. <laughs> I, it's, uh, I'm, I'm beside myself right now. To look down on the floor and see what I'm seeing right now, after 51 years of not seeing this, right. it's, it's marvelous. It's absolutely fantastic. Jerry Foles, the uh, mayor of Wayland, the Mr. Historian of this town, and, of course, the uh, proprietor of the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, this morning we came in here, we were sitting up, and a kid walked out, one basketball dribble, and the whole place vibrates. <laughs> and you're going, wow, where are we at? And now all this and the popcorn and everything going on. Is How many memories are coming back for you right now? Jamie, let me tell you, a lifetime of memories. We moved here in 1955. And I had a brother that was a senior that year. I graduated 12 years later as a senior in 1967. So I had five brothers that go through here. And I walk across that floor out there tonight, and I see my family, but I see my friends. I yeah. see my neighbors. 
I see Gary Black Devils, Maytown Wildcats. <laughs> I see Martin Purple Fox. There are so many memories, and I love the fact that yeah, the gym is here and we've saved it. We've yeah. preserved it. It's here, and, and you see what's happening tonight. But this is just representative of so many schools that have gone by. Uh, my, my goal tonight, I realized a dream. I look out here and I see the memorabilia along the walls, and uh, I think about those days going by. Basketball was played before 2023. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> by yes. some very good mountain players, some of the greatest. I look at the pictures in the hallway down in the front from 1927, 28, up through the last one in the, in the 90s. The best in the state of Kentucky is represented down there in Waltz. And in any given year, Eastern Kentucky dominated, especially in the 50s. Yeah. Certainly into the 60s, there were some there. So this is just a wonderful evening. And I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't share this with you. You know, we've had seven months of heartache. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's been difficult on a lot of people. That just, uh, it, it's just heartening. When you go through the events that we did, we lost 40 lives. And you go through the, the scenarios and the hurt and the pain and the discouragement that so many folks did. And then to have the event that we had last night in Prestonsburg. And then we follow that up with what's going on here tonight. That gives me hope. That gives me yes. encouragement. Uh, I just, I'm beside myself. I, I really feel great about what I'm seeing tonight. But I hope that this is only the beginning. Seven, eight months ago, you had water bottle, you had cases of water and flood relief in here. Yes. And now look. Yeah. I mean, it, we kind of forget. But now, these are the kind of things that help a community. Absolutely. Move forward. And this is great for our area. It's obviously great for Wayland, but uh, we've been talking here for the past hour. It's great for the state of Kentucky yes. to have this facility here. This is, this is bigger than eastern Kentucky. Absolutely. Listen, if we do something good, that makes Wayland a safer, cleaner, healthier place to live. Something that brings community together. Floyd County's better off. And if Floyd County's better off, Eastern Kentucky's better off. If Eastern Kentucky's better off, the state of Kentucky's better off. So we want to do our part, and we are striving to do that. But this is just a little piece of what I'd love to see across the state and across the nation. I'll be honest with you, this gives us a chance to bring communities together. What I see on the national TV so often on the news it's a separation of people. This is bringing people together. I, yes. love, I love this as an opportunity for neighbors to sit next to neighbors. Maybe they were competitors at some point <laughs> in their life, but they're neighbors tonight, and they're reliving an opportunity that we might not have had otherwise. So thanks to a lot of people, uh, a lot of people invested. Listen, everybody that's in this gym tonight is an investor. Yes. The monies that they paid to get in here will be used to further this mission. So they are now a part of this organization. Whether they like it or not, they are. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm greatly appreciative of the fact that when I look around, I don't see a seat down there. I see the upstairs, people standing. People were here before the doors were supposed to open. You I just let them in. in. I yeah. pulled in at 5, 5.15, and there's people making their way up here. Yeah. Yeah. That was two, yeah. two and a half hours before the game starts. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, I, let me let me share this with you real quick, and I've got to move on. Thanks to Floyd Central High School for having the foresight and the willingness to make this game happen. Because without the principal and the administration, this wouldn't have not would not have happened tonight. So many thanks go out to those folks. Now we've taken it from there, and we've we the Mount Sports Hall of Fame is doing the work, but it wouldn't have happened without the good folks. Greta Thornsbury and the staff up there. How can folks be a part? Maybe they're watching this, see this later. How can they be a part of the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame and, and give a donation? Go to the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame Facebook page is one way, and I think there's a donation button, uh, some way to, to, to make that right. happen. I'm not the technology person. But <laughs> they can contact us through there. They can call my phone number, 606-226-2012, and I answer that thing 24 hours a day. <laughs> yes, you do. Especially if something good could be forthcoming. But, yeah, we, we want people's involvement. This is an opportunity for the people to come and see where those investments have gone. And we have we, we have to raise enough money to build a new two-story addition on the back of the gym. The gym is operating today with no dressing rooms and no bathrooms, public restrooms. 
So we need that new two-story addition on the, on the north end of the gym that would give us dressing rooms and restrooms, public restrooms, concession areas, another elevator. The second floor opens up an indoor walking track and we bring in the health, witness, and fitness piece. It also will travel around some sports memorabilia that you won't find this collection anywhere else that I know of at this point right. in the state of Kentucky. We represent 35 counties in eastern Kentucky. It's not just, I know we get references 13, 14, 15th, and 16th regions, but it's more than that. And in some cases, that's okay. That's okay. If they consider themselves to be mountain sports, we want them. They we want, want them their here. involvement. We want them people here. It's, it's a community and economic driver for us. We have already had, I told somebody earlier, it was 14 different schools that have contacted us wanting to play a game here next season. Since I told that person it's 14, there's now 15. <laughs> as, this go, as this goes out. The snowball is coming. Yep. As this goes out. So, yeah, how neat is it to think that you get to play in a historic gym uh, that was built in 1937, the home of the first Mr. Basketball in the state of Kentucky. Uh, it's just a great opportunity to bring kids in. I'm going to reference Hoosiers. I think we, we stand alone. We don't yeah, have to this be This is referenced. real life. Yeah. yeah so, so we're okay on that. But if we want to get, uh, you know, considered to be kind of referenced as a Hoosier, well, that's okay. The, but, the movie rights are coming oh, for, I Kelly, it. for I Kelly Coleman. The, the, oh, the movie rights are coming. You know they are. Listen, Jamie, Josh. Kelly is the reason we're here. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. He's an inspiration in my life since I met him many, many, many years ago. We became close friends. But during the last two, three years of his life, when we were doing the things that we ended up in culminating tonight, he would ask every single day, well, what did you get done today? <laughs> he would love to walk through that door down there tonight and walk out on that gym floor. Gives me Coach Hills just to say that. But he wanted this to happen. He wanted to give back, and he got me indoors that I could never have gotten in. He got oh, yeah. <laughs> He wanted to give back. He wanted yeah. these players on the floor tonight to realize a dream that maybe they have. You're giving me chills, man. <laughs> yeah, so he, he was he was 100% into this thing. He truly yeah. was. Uh, he's the greatest. And I, I think when you look at the stats, and you'll see the stat sheets out there, it, it's almost like it can't be real. No. <laughs> but he did it. He did it over 60 years ago. He did it. Last question. I know you got to go. Yeah. Midnight tonight when everybody's gone <laughs> and you turn the lights off and you go to bed, what's going to go through your mind? I'm going to hit that layup before I leave. <laughs> when I leave the gym tonight, I never leave this gym. I, a, a lot of my blood, sweat, and tears are down here on this gym floor. Uh, yeah, you're so you're going to hit that layup and you go home tonight and you lay down, you and your wife, what's going through your mind tonight? Clean up tomorrow. <laughs> it never, oh, never stops. No, never stops. You got to stop it. And savor it for. The, tell me you're going to savor this just a little Listen, bit. I, I I love the very the sitting here talking with you guys about the subject we're talking about is joy. It brings joy in my heart right now. Sitting here talking to you guys, thinking about what we've worked for so many years before we owned this property. We were working to get this property. Right. So this is a culmination of a lot of things. But listen, I. The joy that I'll leave here with tonight, I probably won't sleep. I'll be honest with you. I'm 73 years old, but I probably won't sleep tonight. I feel like I'm 16 years old. Right I can tell. And, but it, it's, it's a wonderful night. Great talking with you guys, and thank you all for being here. And thank being you for part letting of us be here. Doing. I remember Absolutely. when I was working in Hazard, you mentioned this was a goal of yours. Well, when you, you, we had a good talk about that and how I could be involved, and I'm, I'm thrilled to death to see this happen. It's been Appreciate a long time coming. A lot of talks were had, but it's happening. Good. And I'm, I'm thrilled to death for you, the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame, the city of Wayland, and every single person in here involved in this. I thank you for that. Good luck, guys. Thank right. you. Have Enjoy fun the game. Tonight. Enjoy thank the you. game. Enjoy okay. the game. That's Jerry Fultz, the mayor of Wayland, and, of course, uh, part of the Mountain Sports Hall of Fame. It's been a great night tonight already. We're going to take a break from the uh, Facebook, and we're going to come back at 7 o'clock for our live coverage of the game, okay? So we'll be on the air again in about uh, 23, 24 minutes. We'll come back and start the throwback game tonight. It's been fun. This has been the Sound Off on Sports Podcast for Byron Josh. I'm Jamie. We'll be seeing you in a little bit here on WMDJ Sports. Sound Off on Sports Podcast presented by Howard Family Pharmacy and the Mountain Arts Center.